In a world that expects young people to spend all their time wasting time, how do we build a life that matters? How do we find what we are made to do and earn a living while doing it? Join me for a behind-the-scenes look as I document my journey of building a business from literally nothing. I'll be sharing what works, what doesn't, and what I am learning each step along the way, as well as interviewing others who are further along the path, both in life and in business. My name is Isaiah Malston, and this is The Worth Living Life. Hey, welcome back to The Worth Living Life. Sorry, this is Isaiah Molstead, your host. I am coming to you, uh, for those of you who are listening on the podcast, I've actually started doing Facebook Lives where I'm recording the content and then later publishing it to the podcast. Um, but today I'm coming to you from sunny Montana. Um, it's been a little bit, my sp- schedule has been sporadic and I have not been posting to the podcast when I've wanted to, um, but we're going to get going back here. I just got back from an extended weekend road trip down to Kentucky to see the Ark Encounter and then Ohio, uh, visited some friends there, saw a missionary friend of mine I hadn't seen in quite a while, so that was really cool, and then drove back through Michigan, went to Mackinac Island and had a good time there. I uh, got back, did laundry, and then packed up with the family and we're actually in Montana now playing at a music festival this weekend, a gospel jamboree. But today, I was thinking back through some of what I saw and what I learned from the road trip over to Ohio, and it kind of uh, reinforced to me a concept that I had been thinking through as far as how to achieve big dreams. And so I I was just thinking through it, and I realized that there's kind of a progression, um, both we see in Scripture but also in real life. So when we went out to Ohio, we spent some time with... um, the, the family of this guy I knew really well that I'd gone on a missions trip with. And it was really cool because part of what the opportunity or the event was, was is an open house for this gym that they had just opened. And so this, this family grew up Amish, and then they ended up uh, leaving the Amish a couple years ago. Long story, won't get into it here. But part of what Andrew wanted to do is he wanted to do an outreach to young people. And so a couple years ago, he had this big vision, this dream that he wanted to do of building a gym right on his property and so he started doing it built the building poured the concrete and over the couple of years did a lot of work himself um, but built this gym and so we were there for the open house just beautiful beautiful hardwood you know wood floor gym uh, steel building spray foam insulation bathrooms kitchen you know the whole nine yards is an awesome awesome building but it, it reminded me of a progression I've seen in setting big goals and in dreams of how to actually make it come to fruition and that was he focused first on why he was doing it so he didn't build a you know he he didn't focus on like just building the gym itself but he was focused on why he wanted to um, why he wanted to build that gym and he remembered what it was for you know impacting the lives of young people you know sharing sharing with them a message and giving them the kind of that community and that that positive peer pressure and so he focused on the why but then after the why he focused not on um, how he was going to do it, but the next thing he focused on was what he was going to do. So he had that vision of impacting young people. He focused on how he was going to, or what he was going to do to do that, right? He was going to build this gym and do these nightly things. And then the last thing that he did then was focused on the how. And it was interesting hearing just, just brief snippets of the story, and I'm sure he had a lot more to it. 
but he was, I, I complimented him on the wood floor and said that, you know, it, it worked really nice. It was really cool. And so I asked him how he did it. And he shared the story of how it was actually a company donated this entire wood floor. He was reaching out to different companies to find out um, prices and figure out where he was going to buy this, this wood floor from, this gym floor. And this company, when they heard his vision for what he was doing, donated the floor. And so it was interesting because it, it reminded me of the fact of when we focus on why we're doing what we're doing first, and then we focus on what we're doing. Oftentimes the how, the nitty gritty, you know, hands in the dirt side of things works itself out. And to me, one of my favorite stories in scripture um, that I was reminded of as I was thinking through this is the story of Nehemiah. And so for those of you who don't know, um, he was an Israelite in the Old Testament when they were all under Babylonian uh, control, when Israel had been taken over. And so he was a cupbearer to the king of Babylon. And there was um, some folks who traveled back to Babylon from Jerusalem. And he apparently talked to one of these guys and found out the condition of Jerusalem, of God's city. And it moved to the point that he was uh, crying for days, you know, fasting and everything. And it wasn't so much because of the state Jerusalem was in, but he was focused on why it was in that state, right? God's people had left God and this was God's punishment. But he was crying because God... God's name was not being glorified throughout the nations because they saw God's city and God's people in ruins. And so Nehemiah focused first on the why. He wanted Jerusalem rebuilt to bring glory back to God, back to God's name, that the people around him would see who God was because of his city. So he focused first on that. Um, and oftentimes I wonder what I would have done in that situation. Like, Would I have jumped the wall of Babylon that night and went back to Jerusalem and tried to do it my own? Um, or would I have... Um, you know, what Nehemiah did, he, he prayed, he planned, you know, and, and he prepared for what God would do if God opened the door. Um, because later on when the king um, asks Nehemiah why he's sad, Nehemiah lays out um, and tells him why. And the king says, what would you have me do? And so Nehemiah lays out his whole plan. But the interesting thing is he focused first on the why when he got back to Jerusalem. He wanted Jerusalem to be restored to um, bring glory back to God's name. Then next he focused on what he wanted to do. He wanted to rebuild the walls of the city. And after that, he focused on the how. And the how, you know, you read about um, how each person rebuilt the wall in front of their own house. And it, it's pretty interesting how over and over um, in my life, I've seen that true. That when I focus first on why I want to do one of the dreams or goals I have. And next, focus on like what that is going to look like. So like specifically, breaking down what is that goal. Oftentimes, the how and the steps come up by themselves. Um, I've spent... A lot of years and a lot of time um, doing, you know, focusing more on that nitty gritty side of things instead of focusing on the big picture and letting the small stuff fall into place. Because here's what I've come to find in my life and what you see in Nehemiah's story. I've heard it put that what God originates, he orchestrates. And when he gives you a vision, he also gives you the resources to accomplish it. So oftentimes in our lives, if we go on to um, goals or dreams that are ours and not necessarily a bigger picture of what God's doing in the world, um, then maybe oftentimes we have to do um, our part um, more so or, you know, fight and struggle more to make it happen. But I've found that oftentimes when it's something bigger that God is doing, um, we're not such a big deal in his plan as maybe we sometimes think we are. And we're a piece of the puzzle he's using. And so when we get this burden for something we feel God wants us to do, oftentimes he brings the people, he brings the opportunities, he brings the things into place and it drops in place in ways we could never figure out or do on our own. 
And so for me, I hope that's an, an, an encouragement to you guys today um, as you go about your day is if there's something you're pursuing, a vision, a goal, something that you got that you feel like God is putting on your heart that you feel uh, will impact a lot of people. Don't spend too much time stressing about like each individual little detail. Focus on the big picture. Focus on how you can be faithful doing what you know you can do and then just stand back and be amazed as stuff falls into place, as people come into your life um, that you never would have expected and things work out in such a way that God's name is glorified. You know, just like I shared in the story earlier of Andrew um, Schrock and the gym of how the wood floor um, got donated and, and many other things along the way of Nehemiah's story in the Old Testament of how a plan came to him um, as he took action and started out on that vision he had um, that God gave him. But focus first on why you're doing what you're doing. Then focus on what, kind of narrowing it down, and then watch as the how falls into place. Have a great day, guys. I'm going to go in and hopefully, I think lunch is about ready. And then we're going to go play our first set of music later on tonight. Um, but we're enjoying Montana. Everybody have a good day. Um, hey, Steve. Thank you. You have a good weekend, too. Tammy, Ambrose. All right, guys, you have a great rest of the day, and I will talk to you all later. Hey, thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, I would appreciate it if you would subscribe. If you'd like to connect, head on over to Instagram or Facebook. Remember, this life you are living is worth it. Until next time, this is your friend, Isaiah Malstead.